had a pretty hard time picking a track from the Deer Hunter for this show, mostly because you know, most of the stuff that of theirs, many of their songs and uh, albums are tied up in in this really long kind of concept album. Uh, it's actually five albums long, and it's my favorite stuff that they do. I mean, they've done other things as well, but this is kind of like my favorite part of their music, and I want to pick a track, and it's really hard because these songs kind of all run into each other, and it really becomes... Uh, you know, I just want to recommend that you you listen to it all, and that obviously uh, is not the way this show works. So I had to pick a track, and so I went with a track on Act Four of Rebirth and Reprise, and the song is called "The Old Haunt." Now, whenever somebody asks me, what does a deer hunter sound like? What is the deer hunter? I always just say, go listen to it, man. You know, like there's just no way to describe. There's no words I could give you uh, to kind of describe what this music actually is. It's it's not progressive rock. It's not regular rock. It's not pop. It's not jazz. It's not classical. But it's kind of all those things mixed into one. It's, it's got show tunes in it. It's got you know every kind of variety of music you can possibly imagine. Uh, Casey Crescenzo, the, the main writer and orchestrator of this stuff, is genre defying, right? The deer hunter is the deer hunter. You just have to kind of listen to it and get a hold of it. And whether you like it or not really depends on how open-minded you are to it. Right away, it, when you hear the beginning of, of the old haunts, you notice that it has this kind of almost like a 60s beach surfer rock kind of kind of sound to it. The guitars have that kind of clean thing going on. There's a little bit of bebop background vocals. Uh, and that's really cool. It kind of sets an interesting mood for the tune. give you an idea of the story of where we are in the midst of things of this long kind of piece. I'm not going to tell the whole story because that would take three hours, but uh, to give you just a small hint of where we are, you know, our protagonist, our hero, is returning back to the city where he once was, and he's coming back from a war, World War One in particular, and during that war, you know, he saw some horrible things. Uh, he was born to a single mother who died young when he was young. Uh, he got himself into a lot of trouble, and then he went off to war, and in the midst of the war, he ends up meeting his father quite accidentally. His dad ends up being his commanding officer, and his uh, half-brother uh, is is also there in the war, uh, and he doesn't realize this at first, and people just keep telling him, oh, you look just like this guy, you look just like him, and it turns out that it's, it's his half-brother, and his half-brother dies, and he ends up assuming his identity for, for, you know, make a long story short, he basically comes back to the city pretending to be his brother instead of who he once was. And this song is, is as he's coming into the city, he's torn on whether or not that's a good idea. Uh, he's heard from oracles and other people along the way in his life uh, have always advised him to stay away from the city, to, to go back to the river where he was born, uh, live a quiet life and try to avoid these troubles. Cause if he goes into the city, he's going to get himself into a mess. And it, that, turned out to be true in his early life, and uh, he's, he's debating whether to go and do this again. And you know, he's coming to grips with the concept of fate, and, and his fate, he believes, is, is, to, is to live this kind of bad life. It, it can't be avoided, in other words. Uh, and so he doesn't really have a choice in his mind, and so he decides to proceed. Uh, 
this song is one of those tunes that is, I like to think of it as deceptively simple, right? In the way that's, you know, a lot of songs from someone like Ben Folds or someone like Elton John is a good example. You know, someone who could write a piece of music that is incredibly very straightforward and you know, almost like a you know straight ahead pop tune as far as the untrained ear would hear and, and very catchy. But at the same time, there's tons of really interesting musical stuff going on underneath. For instance, the song is mostly in in six four time, but also uh, there's there's uh, several parts that are in five. So it's constantly kind of bouncing between six and five. The verses are sort of in six, and the choruses are in five. There's a couple of uh, sixes thrown into the five parts and the pre-choruses for good measure. There's a lot of interesting time signature stuff going on here, but it's not done in a way that's jarring or mathematical in any way. It's it's all written with this beautiful melody, overarching melody, that kind of hides all of that complexity underneath. structure of the song is actually really simple as well. We basically get verse, pre-chorus, chorus, that repeats twice, and then we go to a bridge, and the song is kind of over. Uh, and it kind of ends uh, sooner than you expect it to, in a way. And, and it, it's kind of, it leaves you hanging and, and wanting more. I thought that was a pretty bold choice. When he gets to the bridge, because the choruses are so high up and, and pretty intense, there really was nowhere to go from there. He couldn't go up in the bridge. And so he sort of breaks it down you know, when he gets to the bridge section. And uh, you know, there's this intense kind of a vocal buildup. The instrumentation gets stronger and stronger. You start hearing the strings and the horns. This is a full orchestra, not just strings, but also brass. And they're, they're, you know, he makes use of woodwinds and, and percussion instruments throughout the, uh, the entire album as well. And the bridge is just building and building and building until it hits this crescendo and kind of just ends the tune. And if you're listening to the song, you, you might find the ending kind of a little weird if you've never heard The Deer Hunter before, you haven't listened to this album all the way through. There's kind of a bit of a transition here. You know, the song ends technically, but then there's this little bit of, of an extra theme that's kind of added and tacked onto the end that serves as a transitional piece into the next song. And that's kind of like, you know, imagine sort of like the Marvel Universe, right? The, the more of the movies you've seen, the more you're going to get the references, the more you're going to get the, uh, the, the hidden inside jokes and whatnot. The, the Deer Hunter kind of rewards you for having having listened to more. So the more of it that you listen to, uh, the more you start to recognize these themes from earlier acts that come in and out. Uh, and he's constantly repeating these themes. And he's composing this stuff uh, like, like a full symphony. So that's basically all there is to The Old Haunt. If you like this track, I highly suggest uh, that you go and listen to the entire album. Just go down the album and listen to it. Uh, Act 4 was the first album of the series that I actually listened to. And, you know, I could have just easily picked something from Act 3 or one of the earlier uh, acts, but there's something about the fourth act. Maybe it's because it was the first one I heard uh, that is still special to me. And I, I do feel that the music got stronger as the acts progress. And, and the newer albums from the Deer Hunter in particular, I think, are just getting better and better with every new one they release. And so this is a great place to start. So if you like this tune, I would definitely listen to this uh, entire album. And if you like the album, then just go back and listen to all of it because it'll just blow your mind. Hey, thanks for tuning in to the Weekly Listen. Subscribe to the show via Apple's iTunes or wherever it is you like to get your podcasts. iTunes ratings are really helpful too, and I'd appreciate it if you'd share the show with your friends. 
Apple Music and Spotify links to today's tracks can be found in the show notes. If you want to help out and support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen and become a patron. Your support will go a long way to helping me keep the show going. And speaking of support, I want to give a special shout out to our executive producer on this track, Alec. Alec, thanks so much. You made this show possible. If you want to find out more about how you could become an executive producer, go to patreon.com slash the weekly listen. If you have any comments, suggestions, or you just want to chat with your fellow listeners about the music, you can reach out on micro.blog at the weekly listen. I encourage everyone to join in on the conversation. Thanks, and we'll be back next week with more music. Music